Here we go. Marcus Smith from innerfight.com joining us as we talk fitness, as we do every week at this time. Absolutely. It comes around quick. We skipped a couple there, but we are back in action. I, I had a fill-in. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to feel special there. So I, there's a replacement. Zelda Van Royen from Zag ah, University joined okay. me. And okay. unlike when we have a conversation, I managed to get in a little bit of a talk about how to do some exercises to get a firmer butt. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that is that one of your goals? Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> it's funny, because isn't that a goal that often we associate with females, but males never really sort of want to come out and say, yep, I, I've looked in the mirror, my butt's sagging a little bit, I want to get this thing a little bit firmer. But for ladies, it's absolutely fine, and that's that's yeah. what we see we see a lot. So I'm really it's double, glad... It's a double that standard, that's the thing It's that a I'm double standard, at. isn't it? But I'm really glad for you, James, that you've identified <laughs> that, yep, in the mirror, a little bit of sag there in the butt, in, 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 in the back there, and now you're ready to do something about it. So I, I hope you fixed that last week. <laughs> Let's kick off things this week, Marcus. Okay, we'll get now, off that. I, I want to talk a little bit about the must-have electronic gear for workouts. Yeah. And one of them that came up, and we talked about apps a yeah. while back. Yeah. We had you know a list of a 30. load of them. Yeah. I have been using Map My Run, okay. which is the brother or sister of Map My Ride. Map My Ride. Yeah. And I just got an email that right. they now have. For the Android, right. when I believe they've already had this for the iOS, for the Apple, but they've got uh, a heart rate monitor. Ahead. Okay. A heart rate monitor. Yeah. We're not going there. <laughs> we're not on the technology show. That's another If, if you were listening to the technology show, you will know, <laughs> you will know that <laughs> Apple is now thinking it needs one of these bad boy phablets, and they might actually go to a 5.5-inch screen. Oh, okay. Because they listen to Nightline's TikTok program. Ah, yeah. so it goes around. The question is, would I go to one of those? Probably not. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say for the record, before before I moved from the dinosaur BlackBerry to iPhone, James used to tell me every single week, get yourself an iPhone, get yourself an iPhone, get yourself an iPhone. I got an iPhone a couple of years ago. He moves over to Samsung, and now he's telling me that the iPhone... I mean, it's impossible to win. I can't win. Anyway, back to the point in question, apps for fitness. Apps for fitness, and, and I've been using Map My Run for a while, right. but I actually hadn't turned on the volume because I thought, you know what, I don't oh. want I don't want to hear all the things. No. So the other day though, okay. I'm out running with Map My Run yep. and I left the volume on. Yep. And now I'm sold. Amazing, but isn't it? Every five minutes I'm getting an update on yep. I've got it set for five minutes. Okay. So every five minutes it gives me my distance. Yep. It gives me my pace. Yep. And I'm going, this is phenomenal. This is really cool, yeah. This and is, And I'm not even wearing headphones, so I've got it on a speaker in okay. my water backpack. It's, okay. it, it's great. And it's loud enough you can yeah. hear it. It's And on... The one that I use is, is like you said, is the sister of it, Map My Ride, which I use for running as well. Yeah. Because it works well. And, and that's something that's really cool about it. You can set it. And one of these things, this advancement in technology of online coaching or on-the-spot coaching yep. is actually something that's really cool. And without one thing that's cool about it is without looking down and seeing it, you yeah. You know, every five minutes or every five kilometers, or you choose, right? Yeah. And is that, I think that's the same on Map My Ride, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. So you, you choose and... A, a lovely sounding girl comes on and you have done five kilometers. Yeah. Um, in, in well, uh, what I love like is, is again, well. is I've got the time, I've got the distance and I've got my pace. Yeah. So I'm running and I'm, and it tells me because I had to stop because I was running with the old dogs today. Right. And I had to stop for a second and suddenly it comes on and says, you know, you're doing a six minute 40 kilometer. Yeah. 
six minute forty seconds for a kilometer. I'm going, well, that's not good. Yeah, that's no good. So, so you step <laughs> so it up suddenly, a little bit. You know, the, then the next time it comes on, I'm down to six minutes and thirty seconds. Which yeah. Is, okay, that's getting better, but I want to be even. And I'm you, just going. So suddenly you're yeah. being pushed every, every five minutes to keep it, keep which is it really cool. Which, if we think about it, if if we think about sometimes the financial constraints yeah. of having a live coach, a human coaching you, yeah. that this takes it all out of the equation, and you can have that, and you can report back to it, and the amount of data that you can download, the logs, the right. comparisons with this application is awesome. But it's just got one step better, as, well now, as you were saying. And this is was always my complaint why it took me so long to move into the smartphone market to yeah. start with. Was, if I want to keep my heart rate, get my heart rate ah. register and, and record that, then yeah. I have to go and buy a Polar or yeah. any of the other 10 different models that are out there. And I'm yeah. going, but I don't want to buy one of those because no. I already have my phone. I've already got my other gear. Yep. Why do I need that? Yeah. And they just sent me an email, $49 on sale. Ooh. They've got a Bluetooth heart rate monitor that hooks right into the app. So strap around, yep. strap around the chest, yep. hooks up by Bluetooth, yep. straight to your phone. And I'm going, I'm sold. I'm ordering wow. it today. <laughs> wow, yeah. Which opens up the question, though. And this is a question that we've had, that I've had come in by email. And that's Dubai, yeah. uh, sorry, that's Nightline at DubaiI1038.ae. Yep. Is why do we need to record our heart rates anyway if we're out there working hard, we're sweating, we're feeling the pain? Yeah. Why do I need to record my heart yeah, rate? Yeah, th- this is a huge topic. And I, I've been a massive fan and used polar heart rate monitors for. Since I was about 13, I think I got wow. my, yeah, I got the first one when I was about 13. And, and then it was literally just a competition how long I could keep my heart rate above 200 for or how close <laughs> I could get it to 220 because someone had told me that 220 minus your age is, is, is your max, which that's this calculation that we still use. So that, yeah. that was a game I always played and okay. it was a lot of fun. So I've used Polar all, all the way through and I still use Polar now and they've got a, they've got a great unit out, which is yeah. a built-in GPS and it gives me all, all the data I use. Why do I want to? Why do I care about my heart rate? Yeah. Heart rate training is an old way of training, but it's a proven way of training. It we once you know your your maximums and the training zones that you want to work within, you can basically program yourself to stay in those zones. Ah, For example, okay. you could be running six minute thirty k's, but if you've just had a huge lunch, that's going to have your heart rate maybe twenty to thirty beats a minute over the zone that you want to be in. You could program yourself. You could say, if I run at six six thirty minute k's, I'm at eighty percent or seventy percent of my heart rate. But on any given day, that could vary. So, if you want to play with your heart and you want to increase your cardiovascular endurance through that, you need to be looking at your cardiovascular system, which right. is not the pace that you're running the kilometer. It's what your heart's doing. Okay. So it's re- it's really it is very important. A lot of people, Haile Gebrselassie, loads of world uh, marathon records, doesn't listen to his heart, says he listens to his body. A lot right. of runners will tell you that as well. Yeah. But, if, but but there is a lot to be said for it. If you, look at, if you look at more endurance athletes, if you look at guys doing triathlons and Ironmans, they want to, they want to also be looking to be the most efficient. So if they're sort of five to ten beats outside of a zone, they're burning too much fuel. Their bodies are getting too hot. They're dehydrating themselves. Uh, okay. They can't get the nutrition in. So although they actually don't feel too bad, at that particular point in time, if it's a half Ironman or an Ironman, which could be, if you're real quick, around the eight hours, if you're not so quick, around 15 hours, you could be in trouble. And this is what we, we see a lot as well as people hitting the wall 
they just they get to a certain point and it just goes bang and they've got no energy left because okay you felt good before but you've let your heart just absolutely explode you know of course you feel good at the start of the race you feel great but it's a 12-hour race so to have that option and to be honest i do use as as we said i use matt moride and and a few of these other things but i've always 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 you always go back to your polar kept up with my polar because it tells me I want to know my heart rate. Yeah. It's, you know, and that's what I base a lot of my training on as well. Okay, it's good that we we want to know that we're running three minute Ks, four minute Ks, or six minute Ks, but we also want to know what our body is doing. So it gives you more data, essentially. It gives you a load more data. And and not only only at that point in time, but we can see your maximum heart rate, we can see your average heart rate, and we can split your heart rate into zones. Well, what I love about the Map My Run or Map My Ride software that that you can get the apps for free, you can upgrade if you want, Mm -hmm. is that it then puts the heart rate yeah. onto the run. Yeah. So you can see at what point, at what kilometer break, yes. on, and visually, because it, it shows you a map. It's yeah. connected into the GPS it, unit. Exactly. And, and I'm and thinking, that is phenomenal. That's, that's really cool as well. And what it what it does is, it because on uh, Map My Ride or Map My Run, you have a map yeah. of the place. You could see if there's a, you know, you could see, okay, every time I get onto Jamira Beach Road, suddenly I'm totally relaxed and I'm able to run faster but maintain the same heart yeah. rate when you've got this new strap. So, so that's something that's quite cool as well. And you could, especially if your Dubai Marathon's coming up, it's up and down Jamira Beach Road. If you're, I mean, it's pretty boring, it's pretty flat, and, and the terrain is, is the same all the way around, but you could sort of plan different segments of your race to come in at different intensities as well. There we so, go. And, and a lot of people, that's what they're looking for as well, this thing, the negative split. You want to run the second half quicker than yeah. you've run the first half. So we're not going out, and especially in a marathon, we're not running the first 21K all out. We're running at a pace that we know we can come back on a faster kilometer. So that's a that's a super cool little app unless your phone goes flat. Well, that's you know that's the other thing. You know that's that's a big issue. Make sure your phone is fully charged, fully charged. and turn off some of the other things like the um, phone calls. Phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. I mean, yeah. I've a couple of times I've not turned off the phone by by mistake. Normally when I'm I'm out running, the phone's off. If yeah. if I'm using it, I've got my earplugs in. The the music I'm I'm able to use the music through my iPhone and, and the great thing about my, my ride is that the voice comes over the top of the music right. so it drops the music down. Really cool, but if the phone then rings, it's not cool at all. So yeah. make sure make sure you yeah. turn that off. So go go check it out. There's lots of great apps out there and as yeah. we're talking about this is one particular app that we're using, Map My Ride, Map yeah. My Run and they just come out with a Bluetooth heart rate monitor that actually works with Android as well, yeah. so you can collect more. So you data. can get more data. Just just be careful on that as well that you get an accuracy. Right. I mean it, that price it is a is a good cheap price. Yeah. Like check it's, it it's out. the lower end. Check it out. Compare it. If you've still got a a Polar or any other heart rate monitor as well, just compare the two. And it was funny. We I did a run the other week with a friend of mine, and on my Polar it said I'd run seventeen point six k. On Map My Ride, it said I'd run 18.3. <laughs> and on my friend's Garmin, he had about 17.8. So we there had we th- three, three, three different, different r- GPS readings. For GPS, which, to be honest, in, in the big scheme of thing, we'd done around 18 kilometers. There's a variance of maybe three or 400 meters. Yeah. Not, re- not really too bad. But on your heart rate, if you get that variance, if you get a 10% variance in your heart rate... You could be, you know, you could be tracking in a little bit of trouble. So just be careful. This is Dubai Eyes Get Fit Radio. I'm joined by Marcus Smith from innerfight.com. This is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith joining me. And Marcus, we always get a bunch of questions yeah. and we get them via SMS. Yep. We also get them at nightline at Dubai Eye 1038. 
dot ae <laughs> so you can get the nightline at dubai i 1038.ae send them in we get yeah. them on the next week yeah. and uh, there, there's a lot of a lot of people getting ready for the holiday season already <laughs> and they're just and they're asking yep. what do i need to start doing now yep. so that i can be prepared for the onslaught of turkey and cranberry sauce and socializing <laughs> make me hungry so that so that when it's over yeah. I can be ready to get back into my biggest season for disaster. Yeah. It's a train smash on every single level. I had a mail the other day from a friend. I've got this. I've got that. Silly season's coming. Yeah. How do I deal with it? And, and literally yesterday, I had three invites, different dates, different Christmas parties, easy to go to, finger food kicking around, canopies, maybe Those some... Those things are deadly. <laughs> Awful. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I love, we love the canopy. We love but, them. But we I can them. eat a whole tray myself. And Deep then, fried, oh, dipping sauce, sweet and oh, whatever it is. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's carnage. And, and maybe a few extra bits of liquid kicking around that we don't expose ourselves to yep. on such a regular basis throughout the year. So what do you do? Yeah. I mean, this is the thing because I don't want to be—I don't want to be the fun police. I don't want to yeah. turn around and say, "James, you will go out to one Christmas party this year, and yeah. then you'll go to New Year's, and that's it." You know. Yeah. But guys, you've got to be smart about it. There's nothing wrong with going, and, and and this is the same application that we've got throughout the year. What's wrong with going to a function, and instead of having all the lavish drinks that are on offer, just stick with your water. You want to go and be social. Throw a little bit of lime in it. Just Some, put a lime exactly. in. A little bit of seltzer sometimes yeah, is nice. Exactly. One of the biggest tips, especially when you're going to something that's like a cocktail party where there's going to be uh, canopies kicking around, yeah. have something to eat before. Don't go there hungry. If you go yeah. there at the end well, of the Well, and everyone does that. Oh, there's going to be canopies. I'm not going to eat anything. Exactly. You know what I love to do is I'll, I'll go and... They, they'll be coming around with the trays or they're sitting on the table and I'll go and I'll take a look and I'll have one or two of the things I really love yeah. and then I'm good. Yeah, I don't, you're okay. I just want to taste it. Yeah. I don't want a bitefall, but, but it's thing. easy to keep going back. It's easy to keep going back and are we planning, you know, find out. If someone invites you, find out what's going to be on offer. Don't, yeah. don't, don't be caught short and don't be in a situation where you have to eat a lot of this stuff because yeah. honestly, if, if you go and that night you have your a dozen spring rolls with the dipping sauce. Like, <laughs> it's carnage because you're going to go to two or three of these parties. Yeah. So go, but just be a little bit smart. And at the same time, pick a party that you know is going to be great, going to have good food, yeah. plenty of whatever you really like, and say, okay, that's one of my real binge parties. Like, guys, go and enjoy yeah, it. And Christmas that's the thing. Time. You've got to have some fun. You've got to have some fun. But I, I think people also need to be thinking about, okay, am I still going to get out and at least walk? Am I still going to get out and have a little jog? This am is I going to put well. 30 minutes in? Yeah. This, this is the main thing as well because what, what happens is we have we come into end-of-year season, we come into parties, end-of-year parties, and our discipline to move and to continue with our program kind of goes out the window. Now, I know that you might not go five times a week like you normally do, but can you go three times a week? And is that reasonable? So it's a case of sitting back and saying, listen, I want to enjoy the season. I want to celebrate. We've had a great year with the company. We've got a few different company functions to go to. Just kind of map them out a little bit and just plan how you're going to deal with them. Plan how you're going to deal with your fitness and also have a little bit of an action plan what you're going to do at each one. Are you going to take the car so you're just going to be on the water taking it yeah. easy or is this one a great buffet and you're just going to go to town on it? So there's those little things but there's nothing There's nothing really 
worse than having no plan and volu- like involuntary, voluntary, just gaining five or six kilos for nothing. Yeah. And because and people do that, especially do if it. they fly out and they go home, Absolutely. they go to a colder climate, they come yeah. back and they put on, as you they, said, five kilos. Five or six kilos. It's just going to make January a lot, lot harder. And, you know, you'll have your resolutions, you'll want to change stuff, you'll want to do better things, you'll want to yeah. drop off that weight. Well, but, that, that leads right into that whole thing. Okay, yeah. P- start planning the resolutions <laughs> yes. now. Stop. Why make a resolution? Yeah. Don't have to make one. Know that you're going to be prepared. You're going from- to be prepared, exactly. Because what's the point in, in rocking up in, on the 1st January and saying, okay, I've just put on six kilos over silly season, <laughs> now I'm going to lose it. Like, yeah. I can tell you today that you're going to put on six kilos. So how can we make that easier? And it's hard first yeah. of January or second of January or third or fourth when you've actually woken up from the from the festive season to get back into the gym or, or into what you're doing if there's an extra five kilos. Yeah. The clothes are tight. It's tough. It makes it really, really hard. So no problem. Go out and enjoy it. But if we can limit that five or six kilos to two or three, yeah. excellent. And if we can actually make sure that you're getting good food in, please don't go to these, these parties that <laughs> you know are not going to be well catered. Like, I'm I'm all for it. If you know it's going to be well catered, it's at one of yeah, one of the towns. You're going to have people mad at us saying, who's, who decides what's well catered and not? Well, you, you know, you know, I, you know, and it says it. It says it on the invite. Cocktails yeah. and finger food, guys. That's cocktails and finger food. That's not sit down. Yeah. You know, and you so have a meal before you go. Have a meal before you, and go. then exactly. have a few finger exactly. foods. Have have you know, guys? Enjoy it. But try and limit the damage. Yeah. Don't be all sort of conservative about it and say, okay, that night I can go there. I don't have to cook dinner and be lazy on that front. No. Cook your dinner. Have your dinner. Go there. You won't eat so much. You'll eat the good stuff at home and you'll turn up at the start of January in a lot better shape. Get your questions to us. Nightline at DubaiI1038.ae. Okay. Got another one for you. Go on. Fruit. <laughs> yep. Sometimes we're told, hey, you know what? Have some fruit. Hey, James is the big juicing guy. He juices a lot of fruit. And then other people are saying, whoa, be careful with the fruit. You don't want to have too much fruit because that stuff's bad for you. So is it bad or is it not bad? (laughs) Is it bad or is it not bad? If you don't control it, it's terribly bad. Fruit is... And all fruit's not the same. All fruit's not the same. There is a lot of fruit is really high in fructose, which is sugar. Essentially, that's sugar. Now, if you said to me, Marcus, I normally have six Snickers bars a day. Can I have six apples instead? <laughs> i got to tell you this one. Just, okay, you, just, you brought up the Snickers bar. I, I walk in on this guy's office the other day, right. and he's eating a Snickers bar. He knows we do this show. Yeah. He goes, I don't usually eat these. I, <laughs> I don't care no, if you're eating do. a Snickers bar. <laughs> It's, it's the one that he's had this side of... Uh, my, my students at Zide University know we do this show. Right. They come into class. They see me coming in. They put the Twix bars under the table. Good. So you're a positive impact. <laughs> so I'm being a... But anyway, so... So, yeah. So six apples, better than six Snickers by, by, by all means. But what we're still having there is we're having a lot of sugar. Take this for a simple example. A glass of orange juice in the morning. Everyone likes a glass of orange juice yeah. in the morning. Freshens you up, feels great. How many spoons of sugar in a glass of fresh orange juice? Even if it's unsweetened, it's straight, up to five spoons of sugar. Five. Straight in there. Okay. So we're putting... No, like, it's not refined sugar, so at least it's better it's sugar. Better. But yeah, it's still sugar. But it's still sugar. So can we cut it out? You know, and let's look at it smoking. Smoking, we know, is not good for us. 
is smoking three cigarettes a day better than smoking 20? Well, yeah. If you yeah. want to look at it like that, of course it is. You know, 20s, we're going to have problems. Go back to the podcast on why everyone should buy a pack of cigarettes for the office. <laughs> yeah. You can use it as an exercise excuse. Anyway, back to your rant here. Back to your rant. That was a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah. But Always that's, thinking. that's the thing. So, you know, are we, we're trying to reduce sugar. You want to stop smoking? We're trying to reduce cigarettes. So let's reduce it as much as we can. Another thing as well, you could use, because of the sugar in fruit, you can use that to satisfy your sweet tooth. Yeah. So think about it in a, in a positive way like that. You crave, you crave something sweet. Try, and I know it's chocolate, 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 and I'm a chocoholic, and I must have chocolate, and that's the only yeah. thing that satisfies that craving. You can actually change it. You can have a, a sweet fruit juice. You can have a mango. You can have yep. mango mixed with something else. All of these things. And, and you can cut it with water. I mean, you can. You, you don't can, exactly. have to have the, the juice as it is. Cut as it with it water. Is. Throw in some ice. Yep. Blend it up a little bit in a blender. Suddenly, you've got a whole Fresh, different beverage. and it satisfies that sugar. So, yes, Sugar, uh, fruit does have sugar in it in the form of fructose. Is that good for us? Not really in high amounts. Is it better than the sugars that we're getting from cereal bars, from chocolate bars, from sauces, from all of this? Absolutely. Yeah. Will it kill you to have one piece of fruit a day? You know, what do they used to say when we were growing up? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. You know, like... It's hard to say because if you're having six Snickers bar and then you still want to eat something, then follow you're... the food pyramid. Yeah, at exactly. least at least know what it is and where do the Snickers bars fit in there? Yeah. You can have one, but it's it's one exactly. And Maybe I mean if you're if <laughs> if your diet's super clean, yeah. and one apple a day or one bit of mango a day or half a mango or a mango or a pineapple or some berries. Berries have got some great antioxidants in them. Is the only real sugar that you're bringing into your diet you need more then then you're actually not and, in bad shape and yeah. your body's going to tell you i you, mean you know exactly. I, i'll have a couple i'll have my fruit juice in the morning i'll have a couple apples in the afternoon yeah I'm, I'm doing okay you're doing okay you're doing okay and, wh- and one thing that, that that's really important i was speaking to someone who was on a detox the other day yeah. we've spoken about this before you can cut these you know to some people juicing spinach and kale yeah. and broccoli it's like they're just their guts are just turning it's like oh how can you do that so just cut it with some pineapple juice yeah. cut it with some apple juice some mango you, you know get what? that I, little I, bit of sweetness I've in there. done some of those I, I do do bok choy and kale yeah, and, yeah. and uh, mint is wonderful to juice yes. up but I'm telling you there are when first when it comes out it looks horrible it, looks it awful. smells awful yeah. and if you just drink it there it, it has quite an, an awkward taste yeah you throw half a pear into that Bam. boom change shape. yeah it's absolutely it a different changes drink. the whole thing and doesn't I, it? I keep looking at this going but how yeah and it's just it's the chemical reactions that are taking place yeah it's it's and it's the same with like a beetroot as well yeah. really harsh taste especially when it's being juiced put something in there put a fruit in there that's just going to put a little bit of sweetness in it and it makes it really really easy to stomach and and we we kind of know as well sometimes after we've eaten some people like a little something sweet after lunch some yeah. people like a, so if you're on a if you're on a juicing diet if you're doing a juicing detox don't just spinach 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 yourself you know cut something at the time where you normally crave it yeah. create like get it into you and then you'll slowly be able to take yourself off it and it's a better replacement than what you're having so there we go. on fruit just be a little bit careful it just because it's fruit it's not Super great for you to be having uh, half a dozen, a dozen pieces a day. But if that's a substitute for that half dozen Snickers, 
get into it. Get your questions to Nightline at Dubaii1038.ae. All right, I'm here with Marcus Smith with the Portable Studio. We've taken Nightline out of... <laughs> Onto the field. Yeah, the out of Studio field. One and into the battlefield here at Engine Gym, home of innerfight.com. So, yes. yeah. You like it here. I'm, I'm I do like waiting, it here. though. We're waiting for the day that you come in and... You know, I mean, I you I always look so good in the in the loud shirts, but you'd look real good in the lycra. Yeah, that's okay. that's what you're coming in in. You're coming. You're, you're not wearing any of this new age gym gear that's a bit baggy. You're coming in in the lycra, and you're gonna have. A, I'm waiting for the. Day. Okay, it, we, it'll happen. It'll it happen. happen. It'll happen. Yeah. And th- there's no excuse. We're we, we're in the gym. We're on location yeah. to film you in your. And okay. I I know somewhere in your closet you've got your gym gear from. Circa 75. <laughs> Circa 75. You I'm did sure. listen to the podcast, didn't you, last week? Because we were talking about See, We were I talking didn't. exactly about this. I didn't, but I know you've got it. I know you have. Did I'm, you hear the conversation about chicken nuggets as well from last week? No, no. I didn't listen okay. to it. I'm sure I didn't you did. It seems to me you're, you're reciting everything we spoke about. Okay, we've got, a, got another question. And again, if you want to get questions to us, nightline at dubaii1038.ae is how you do that. Girls and boys working out. Now, you have yeah. a youth program. Yes, Girls really. and boys working out, same workouts, or do they need to be different? Same think? workouts, essentially. Listen, we're teaching people how to move properly. We're making people stronger. Yeah. Boy, girl, two arms, Because there's two a lot legs. of fear. There's a lot of fear with our youth getting yeah. them out. There's growth plates. There's Massively. Massively. Yeah. And, and that's why we're... As, as as us as in a fight, we're looking at simple functional movements, movements that they do every day. Okay. Carrying, they, how do they carry Carrying their, their school, school bags? bags. Yeah. Right, there how do go. they get in and out of the car, in and out of a chair? So is is it is it sexist? Not at all. Should and this is the biggest problem. We think traditionally about gyms. We think about Arnie, Ronnie Coleman, these big guys, yeah. big bodybuilders. We we don't link it with women, which is re- for me is so so sad because a woman has every right to be as strong as a man. Right. They're not going to be as big and as strong with with equal training because w- women's hormones are just different and they're, right. they're just different people. And, different and that's makeup. what Zelda said last week. She yeah. said, yeah, you know, a woman can come into the gym. She also advocates using a bit of weight. Yeah. She says, but a woman's not going to turn into she, Arnold Schwarzenegger. She's not going to. So there's, they, we've got to we've got to remove that fear. Okay. But we've got to have, and this is why. I, I use the example of men and women because it's exactly the same down to the kids. They're the same. Uh. We don't always expect... We do have situations where the girls are able to lift more weight, yeah. move better than the guys, and we have situations where, where it's the other way around. It's not a sexist topic. Yeah. It's a human topic. Humans were made to move. Humans move around a lot. We carry stuff. Sure. You came in here, you've got all your gear, you've got it in a bag, you've got another rucksack, you've got your man bag, sorry yeah. about that. You know, you've it's, got, a it's a purse. It's a purse. Okay, it's a purse. But you know, it's kind of challenging. Yeah. You're, you're a strong guy, but you've still got, you've probably got around 10 to 15 kilos yeah, that you're easily, carting around. Easily. So how have we prepared you for that? And it's the same. You... You've got kids, I don't, but I'm sure they come back from school with their rucksacks, and 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 you might pick them up one day. What have you got in here? Like, did you guys steal something from the school? Because you've got all these school books, and I know now it's 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 going a lot to, to laptops. Some schools just have well, yeah, laptops, but then you got to carry the laptops. And and those things aren't always thing. light either. Yeah, exactly. So you know, and are we giving a kid a back problem because his right. school backpack weighs? 
eight kilos. So it's exercises to help deal to help with them. building yeah. up the muscles yeah. for our lower back. For our lower building back. Building up our arm muscles so that we are not injuring ourselves. Exactly. That, for me, that's the real base of it. And a lot of people will bring, in my experience as well, people will bring the kids in. We think the kid's got a special talent. Yeah. Okay, the kid might be really good at tennis, but his 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 basic movement is in tune. So that's the that's the first thing we've got to look at. And if they're not, then what are the chances of these kids really excelling in the sport? You're born with skills. You're born with talents. The, your potential is what you make of those skills and talents. So that's what we're trying to get out. And if we can help children, and if children can, or youths, and and even adults can help themselves to move better, then their performance within those sports, within life, firstly, you know, how many people do you see trying to get in and out of a car? Yeah. And it's difficult for them. Yeah. yeah frightening. It's yeah. like you do every day. How many people wake up in the morning and get out of bed and just have a big old groan because, oh, that hurts? Like, dude, you're designed to sleep. You're designed to get up. But you, you can't do it. So, But once you can perform those basic tasks, then we can look at the next level. And, you know, it, it's hard sometimes. People bring people bring kids in that have clearly got a lot of talent. Say, have a look at the kid. Okay, had a look at the kid. Doesn't move properly. Yeah, but he's really good at tennis. What is he? Okay, he's got good skills in tennis. How can we make him better? We start to improve their mm. basic movement and their basic skills, check the motor connections are working within their body, and wow, then he becomes really good at tennis. Then the skills that he's got actually make a connection with the physique, with the body that he's got that's able to move properly, and he becomes a lot better at that sport. And and, and this is the thing. We're, I think we're often looking too far afield and, and we look, we're trying to complicate things too much when a lot of the simple movements in male and females, adults, boys, girls, youths, whatever you want to call them, is just not in tune. So that's, you know, and, and that's, that's actually why we put together our youth program and, and we also mix in a bit of education as well. A lot of stuff like we talk about on the show, fruit, how much should we be having? Yeah. You know, all about. It's the easy to go for side. the bag of crisps. Yeah, exactly. So and make the make the choice. Go maybe for again, go for some apples or carrots or correct. celery or stuff, and and have have but have a, a little Ziploc of a couple crisps. Exactly. But you don't have to have. You don't have to have two hundred and fifty grams of this them. This is what's awful at the moment as well, and 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 children are really a big target of a lot of marketing as oh, well. Oh yeah, I big mean, time. How many things? How much processed food is just so perfectly packaged yeah. to put in a school lunchbox? Isn't like, that great thinking? It's just a drink, you know. And it, you and were it, a marketing guy at one yeah. point. You must be looking at going, these guys are on yeah, the money. They're, they're, but they're on the money. But at how the, can they ethically do this? How can they ethically do this? And and why should we have it? Why should we have yeah. two 12 year old kids that one is double the body weight of the other? Like, I've seen sense. it, yeah. you know, uh, and it's, okay, it's happened, but why is it happening? So from from a parental point of view, when we look at the youth, we've A, got a massive responsibility to make sure that they're moving properly, but also at the same time, B, we need to make sure that we're fueling them properly. You only, and I've said this 101 times, you only get bigger, you only put on weight because you eat too much. There we go. And move too little. So they're the keys. Marcus Smith, innerfight.com. The words of wisdom from him. <laughs> okay, we, you you uh, gave us a great segue, though, just uh, about three minutes ago as we were talking <laughs> when about... When you tried to stop me. <laughs> and we were talking about the, the child who's doing tennis. Yeah. Questions are coming in about football season. Yep. And people are getting out there. It's getting cooler now. There's a lot more going on. What kind of workouts and what kind of exercises should people be thinking about to help enhance and their football so, yeah. skills, but things that they can be doing in Good a question. gym and or 
on the side of the We're actually, we, we've teamed up with one of the leading uh, Rugby Sevens websites in the world to develop programs for Rugby Sevens players. Yeah, which is really cool. So, and they're going to be launching before the end of the year, which, which is great. They're, they're four, six and eight week programs to get people. And the goal here is to get people stronger and fitter. Now, we can't make you massively stronger in four weeks. Again, it starts with the movement. But it's a process. So it's you start in four weeks and you keep going. You keep going. Exactly, and 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 this is this application. You, you, the example and the question that we've got here is is to do with football, but you'll only get so good by running. You'll only get so fit by yeah. running, and and this is what we see a lot in, in our endurance athletes and in, in our in our marathon runners, even in our 10k runners. What we see is that they can get to a certain point by running. You football skills are football skills. You can develop them. You can work on them. Yeah. And, and your football coaches or your rugby coaches will teach you all about that. When we look at the fitness side of it you're only going to be able to develop someone so much on a field by running him up and down by doing shuttles suicides whatever you call yeah. it goes back to what we we're just saying basic human movement done correctly so a few push-ups yeah a little bit of sit-up action. But, and do, doing them properly right and then when and squatting properly moving properly lunging properly doing sit-ups properly you know, that's that's one of the that's one thing that's just not done properly a lot. Doing push-ups properly, not done properly a lot. And then when so we how should so how how should we do sit-ups or push-ups properly? We're not activating the muscles. We a lot of the time for a sit-up, we're just kind of we're throwing our hands back and we're just firing them forward as much as we can. We're headbutting forward, so the movement actually doesn't really affect our abdominals. So we should be slowing down a little so bit. We should be coming. slowing down, trying to contract them. And a, a lot of people at the start. Just like a pulse, yeah. just a small pulse through your abdomen is actually going to be more than enough. Yeah. This is, again, basically... But you see when people are doing those, I'm speaking from experience, when yeah. I start doing some sit-ups, and if I haven't done any in a long time, and I go slow, I, like, I've got like a, a shake, a tremor as exactly. I'm doing it, because it's hard to hold that it's motion. It's hard to hold it. And let me ask you a question. How is it easier to do 10 sit-ups as fast as you can, yeah. or 10 sit-ups... Two seconds up, oh, no. two seconds it, it, down. I, if I do them fast, I can knock you them can off. You can knock them out. But so, if I go, if I slow down and I'm holding it and I've exactly. got a nice contraction, oh, it hurts. It hurts. It burns. A lot. It, it burns. burns a lot. So Same with push-ups. But which one do we choose to do? Yeah, we do the fast one. We do the fast one. Because we're knocking them off. Exactly. I did 25. Yay! <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. This is the thing. And So the thing when we're looking at sports, we can use strength training. We can use strength and conditioning. We can first fix people's movement and then make them stronger with good movements. That is going to be the difference to make them better within the sport. Is he going to be able to run faster? Yes. If, if you're stronger, you'll go faster. Trust me. We've proven it so many times. We've proven it with, with marathoners. We've proved it with cyclists. We've proved it with all different people. Get stronger, you'll go faster. Of course, there's the whole... I'm not saying just come in here and, and don't run around on the football field, but come in, get strong, move properly, then go and have a look how you move you in your respective sport. So you sport. need to get into the gym. You, you have need to. to. You need to get into some of the exercises. You have to. They're human movements. You're designed to do them. There we go. That's Marcus it. Smith. And we're talking about your fitness. This is Get Fit Radio on Dubai Eye. Get your questions to us, Nightline, at dubaii 1038ae Here we go. This is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith joining me. He's across the table. He's taking questions. Nightline at dubaii 1038ae is how you get them to us. Or, of course... Through the SMS line. Yeah. They all work. <laughs> that works. Really, we get them. Really quick, cool down. How important is it? This. <laughs> we get this one a lot. A this lot. one keeps coming this back. One, and it, I guess people, you know, and, and the beauty is, and, and just so people know, if you've got a question and you send it in and we've talked about it before, we'll still talk we'll about still it again. Talk because about it. maybe you didn't, you missed that night. Yeah. And, and, it, and 
honestly speaking, the questions we get are important. Yeah. If it's a question and you feel like answering it, it's important. I can guarantee you there's another 50 to 100 people who have got the same question right. but think it's so basic and unimportant. The simple, the more simple questions, the better because they're the important ones that yeah. people never ask. And, so, cool and they're, easy, they're easier for me cool to answer. Down. Cool down. So what what is a cool down? You know, th- this is the thing, you know, and, and people say, oh, we've got to cool down. We've got to stretch off. Like, honestly, after a workout... What are you going to do? You're going to ride on the bike for five minutes? You're not cooling down. You're still you're still hot. What I would and, say... You know, and what's the measure of that? I can tell you per, from my own personal things. Yeah. So do a little cool down. So come in from a run. Do a little bit of cool down. Have a shower. You sit down at the table to do some work, and you're perspiring like you're you've never perspired. Dripping. You're still... you're still Your body is exactly. still working through this. So that cool down period is probably about a half an hour yeah. that you haven't done. Exactly. And, you know, look at the other side of it. Uh, another thing that we look at cool down is stretching or some yeah. form of movement. Like... If, if, if you and I stopped the show right now, went out there, started stretching, within three minutes, I can see your brow is yeah. absolutely <laughs> wet through. You'd be smoked. I'd be laughing. Yeah. 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 You'd be laugh. laughing. I would, I'd be smoked. You'd be laughing going, <laughs> this, this is But I'd thing. have the liker on, so I would look hot. You'd look good. You would be in the circa 75. <laughs> so what, what we're saying here on, on, on cooling down, the definition to me is a little bit, it's not very clear. Okay. So maybe it's terminology. It's maybe t- the wrong terminology, terminology is being used. Now, if something, let's take an example. If something's a little bit tight during your workout or you get to the end of your workout and something feels tight and it, it's not about to break but you've got something tight, is there a stretch or a mobility exercise you can do to loosen that off a little bit? Say five minutes at the end, go through it. Yes, there is. Great. Do it. Does that avoid you being stiff tomorrow or not be able to get out of bed? Great. To me, that's a great cool down. Is there a skill that you're working on that you can get in at the end five minutes of a, of a cool down of your workout that will help you to develop and get closer to that, mastering that skill? Great. To me, that's a cool down. Are you just going to stand around and talk or try and speak to someone of the opposite sex in the gym and just be a pest that's happening a lot as you cool down quit it just yeah. don't do it just go home get in the shower uh, can you use uh, te- techniques like ice big discussion lots of different debates for me unless you're really going to unless you really want to reduce information fast so you can go again yeah. immediately I don't want really to be seeing people do that straight after exercise so it's kind of how you define the cool down is you just doing some stretches that you learned 20 years ago at the end of your 45-minute workout going to help tomorrow? Like, honestly, if it does, and if you don't do it, you feel stiff tomorrow, and if you do do it, you don't feel stiff, then that cool-down is amazing for you. Yeah. So I, I personally don't use cool-downs a lot at all. If I'm, As I say, if I'm tight at the end of the workout and I know something's tight and I can mobilize it in a certain way, I can stretch it off or, or, or do something to it in a certain way, then I'll spend time to do it at the end of the workout. If I feel good, I'll just go. I'm out of there. there I'm, I've done my workout. I'm gone. I'm in the shower. I'm out. If the next day, and, and this is kind of about knowing your body as well. If you know doing X exercise is going to make you stiff the next day, try and do something after that particular exercise. If you don't get stiff the next day, you found your answer. So for me, there's no real strict application. It's funny. Generally in a cool down, traditionally we do abs. We just do sit-ups or or some description. I'll do my abs at the end. You know, if that's what you're doing, that's your cool down and that's getting you the results you want. 
great stuff. But it's it's really you know is it mandatory to do a cool down? Absolutely not. I want to I want to have a little bit of a chat about your experience with yeah. the dream team for <laughs> CrossFit. Yeah, and you were down in Australia. I was. Yeah, I just, How did that go? just recently got back. It was. It was absolutely brilliant. It's uh, being on a team of there were six of you. There were six, and you yeah. were all top of your game. You're yeah. all top of your game in CrossFit. Yeah. Was it was first question? Yeah. Was it humbling? <laughs> it was kind of, in a way. <laughs> that's a difficult question. It was it was a strange experience to be honest. I've I played a lot of rugby and I played in a lot of rugby competitions in front of yeah. a lot of people. But we're in a team where we had the current CrossFit Games champion, the fittest woman in the world, Samantha Briggs, was in our team. We also had the fifth fittest woman in the world in our team. We then had a lady, a girl, Nicola Simpson, who was fourth in Europe this year in our team. We then had two top guys from Australia who top athletes in, yeah. in the Australian region. So when when you sort of look around, it was like, wow, we've got we've got a really stacked team here. But the the root of it is that you've got six people that love working out, yeah. love competition, <laughs> love the buzz, yeah. and you just have fun the whole weekend. Yeah. It was just you know and and it was for such a great course. Just to just to explain a little bit what was going on. The Immortals Challenge is organized on the Gold Coast, Australia every year. The, this year there was a hundred teams of six, six hundred wow. athletes. That's big. Uh, yeah, it's huge. Across two days, five workouts the first day, then they cut the field into divisions, top intermediate and, and beginner, yep. and then there's three workouts the next day. So you do eight workouts, team workouts over over two days. It's Australia's premier team CrossFit competition. So okay. all of the top athletes, all of the CrossFit Games athletes from the Australia region were, were competing. So it was a who's who. So it was kind of a who's who, yeah. And yeah. There, you know, there's a lot of names and a lot of people going down there to see sort of their their heroes and yeah. their idols from, from that. So to be involved, and that's something that as personally competitions I love. I've been in competitive sport all my life. Yeah. I've played rugby competitively. I've competed in CrossFit. That, for me, is something that's great. It's something to work towards. It motivates me a lot. To be on a team like I was on was something different because you've yeah. let, you've got the best female in the world. Yeah. And she she crushed the CrossFit game. She won by a mile. <laughs> you know, and, and it's sort of like to learn from those people. So is just watching amazing. the movements and going, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And, and just to... It's like a masterclass, isn't it? It's like it? a masterclass, James. And that's how I looked at it as well. Okay, I've trained a lot. I've, I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of experiences. I've attended a lot of course, been educated or whatever. But just to be able to ask those people, like she won. What, you know, so what was the take home for you from this, this event? The biggest take home was it was twofold in a competition. And this is something that I've been kind of banging on to a lot of people about before. I see people going into competitions with no plan. Yeah. First thing these girls did when we saw a workout is strategy. You know, and, and sometimes people overcomplicate things. But all too often I see people going into a workout, no strategy, especially in CrossFit. You know, the workouts could be short, but they're really tough. So yeah. you need to know what you're doing. These girls were a master at that. So they, they strategized the they whole strategized thing. They, they the whole papered thing. it down. Okay, yeah. this is what we're going to do. This but is how I'm going to attack the, it. This is where I want to be at the end. Exactly. The, the cool thing with, with, with the girls that we had is that they would ask us as well, what do you think? How do you yeah. think it's going to be? You know, they, they respected oh, what, 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 what skills we had. But then the other thing was just to be able to 
you know, within within CrossFit, especially within training, as as we speak about, there's a hundred different one ways to cut it up. Yeah. To be able to sit there and speak to some of the top athletes in the world, how they train, why they do certain things, and then just to to listen to different stories about their training experiences, yeah. competitions, and stuff. For me, that's the biggest schooling you can get because that's that's real life. That's in the field, and that's really happening. So yeah. you know, it it was fantastic. It's for a great cause. It's for fallen military men of Australia guys that have gone and, and given their life to, to the Australian Army or the Australian services in Afghanistan mainly. Yeah. And we they raised something over $40,000 as well over the weekend. Spectacular. So it's it's super, super cool. And, you know, for, for us to win as well was we, we were the only international team. Really? So, yeah. Woo! So, you know, for we, we were the world team. And for us to win and, and, and also for, for me as founder of InnerFight to have the world team in in a fight cl- colors, yeah. uh, wearing our shirts is just you know it it, yeah. it, it it was great and and to be involved in the team as well was absolutely brilliant. But one thing that it really hammers home, and I'm not getting any younger. Uh, <laughs> it's just there there is that realization. I mean, and and go check out if people aren't aware of what CrossFit is. It is really a fantastic workout, a yep. series of exercises, as and as you constantly hammer home here. Functional exercises. functional exercises and it, it you know as as the years come on even yeah. someone like yourself who's uber fit yeah it you still start to feel it you start to feel it but I, I think the biggest one of the biggest takeaways is that when you've been in competitive sport you've been in competitive sport for a lot of years and you need it yeah you need it when i retired from rugby in 2009 i thought kind of that was it and i, I played golf in 2010 that wasn't that uh, golf's competitive sport but you know that kind of feeling working uh-huh. on a team and yeah. you know even though we were in a team and, and we had some of the best athletes in the world in the world there was no hiding place yeah. i you had to go to the mat every single workout and leave nothing you know and, and when you're in we're in the final and there's five teams six in a team all of those athletes just going and giving their absolute best you know that's what for me, that's what people are designed to do. That's the way the human body is designed to work. People really pushing it. And no matter, and that, that's sort of the biggest advice I could give to people. CrossFit might not be your thing. Rugby might not be your thing. But whatever arena you're going to compete in to really test your body and get the most out of it, leave it all on the floor. It's great fun. Marcus, that's a wrap for Get Fit Amazing. Radio. Again, Thank you. Uh, winning at innerfight.com if you want yep. to get in touch with Marcus. you got questions, nightline at dubaii1038.ae. That's how you can get in touch with us. And we'll be back next week, same place, Don't same time. Don't go to too many end-of-season parties between now and next week. And if you do, tell us all about them. There you go. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you.